This podcast is sponsored by CHT Orthodontics. When I was 15 years old, a boy I was crushing on told me his big brother thought I was cute. My awkward self was overjoyed. I thought, finally, someone thinks I'm cute. His brother's exact words were, your little friend with the buck teeth sure is cute. The only two words I heard in that statement were buck and teeth, and in an instant, my heart sank. Not to worry, after nine full teeth and a couple of years of braces, bands and headgear, my self-esteem was reinstated. Those braces changed my life and turned my biggest insecurity into my greatest asset. I've smiled with confidence ever since. This is why I am so excited about our sponsor, CHT Orthodontics, located right here in downtown Hinsdale, Illinois, where their mission is to help their patients to achieve their own dream smiles. From braces tailored for children and adolescents to Invisalign solutions for adults and teenagers, CHT's goal is to make the journey easy and fun and ultimately help their patients obtain the confidence and happiness that comes with a beautiful smile. CHT's friendly team provides a welcoming environment that makes you feel right at home. You'll love it there. Dr. Carey and Dr. Ami pride themselves on being the top choice for braces and Invisalign in the Western suburbs. Personally, CHT is my family's top choice for braces for both of my kids. The staff is warm, the office is hip, and my kids are just months away from achieving the smile of their own dreams. Go to www.chtortho.com and schedule your appointment today. Stay cozy and smile. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Welcome, welcome to Cozy Conversations, the coziest podcast in all the land. I'm your host, Lauren, being joined by my sister and co-host, Michelle. Greetings. Remember last week? Season's Season's greetings. greetings. (laughs) Season's greetings. Happy holidays. What up? Happy holidays. It's here. The holidays are here. May your ba-ba-ba keep ringing. No, we're just not even in the right. We're not even in the right pitch there just stop you know i'm working on it though i'm trying to come more from my belly chest than from so my that's head. what you need to work what you need to work on the power from the diaphragm All right. and that's the same thing i think we tell mel too sometimes in our band like she you're singing your head voice a little bit and we want to get you got to get more belly. power we want to get I'm more power next week yeah. you'll see it's gonna power, be a different hour 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 singing with lauren this is your cousin <laughs> forget about power <laughs> Take your plugs out. Okay, listen up, you guys. We have a lot going on. We've got a great conversation for you guys. And we have a couple announcements. We've got some housekeeping that we're going to jump right into. I need you to get out your calendars. I need you to save the date, block out some time to hang out with us, the Sister Project. We've got two festive holiday events coming up. We want you to please join us on December 6th for a cozy canna conversation with the Sister Project at Neat Kitchen in Westmont. This event is sponsored by Cure Leaf. And Michelle and I are going to be there with holiday cheer. We're going to be jolly and we're going to share with you um, our experiences and why we integrate cannabis into our lives and how we do and how we, you know, kind of bring it into our, whether it's social or whether it's working wise and whatnot. And on stat or on um, who else, other people that will be involved, we're going to have some Cure Leaf Bud tenders there. So if you have specific questions and you want to ask, you can do that. And then there's going to be a van. No, that, no, it's not a van. What is it? It is a canna. Is it a sprinter? It's a canna courier. <laughs> it's a sprinter van. It's a canna courier. And what's going to happen, ladies, is you are you going to not get... going to be like a kidnapper's van. No, it's the windows. Well, you'll be able to see in and out of it. Okay. <laughs> and no, this is my most. I'm most excited about this because our hope is that folks that are, you know, new to cannabis or want to dip their toe but don't know, maybe had a bad experience or hear bad things or, or are intimidated or, by or going intimidate- to the dispensary. 
three. all of those things. We're here. We're going to share and talk and and provide a super warm, cozy, comfortable space for that to happen. And then hopefully what's going to happen is you're going to place a little order at NEAT and then you're going to go on your maiden voyage yes. around the corner to Kiraleaf to it's pick up a your block away. first order. Yeah, and then come back and have, and you know, a back. glass of wine or a sparkle water with us and talk yes. about it. Share with us what you yes. got. So this will be from six to nine. I'm going to drop those links for you guys to join us, the Eventbrite links in our show notes. So definitely check those out. Um, it's going to be an incredible event. There's going to be a, a swag bag. There's yeah. going to be a giveaway. Just join us. Great ideas for also gift giving as well for those in your life that are also kind of curious or kind of enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Also mark your calendar for Sunday. December 17th, we are going to be caroling and sipping on cocoa. This event is brought to you by Bashboard Candy Company and the Sister Project. I'm going to leave the Eventbrite link in the show notes as well. This event will run from four to six. We're just going to get toasty and spread some holiday cheer. Yes. Listen, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. There's a lot of noise and and we don't want, we're not trying to ignore that. We're just trying to bring some holly jolly spirit to a little small area of the suburbs Mm -hmm. because it's something that you know people used to do back in the day is to show some cheers to sing and carol and we all know how i sound when i sing but i don't give a shit but you sound a a lot better when everybody else is singing with you exactly your voice is going to boom over mine and it's going to be fun and on top of that if you are looking for gifts this season please please consider bashboard candy company her candy creations are all chewies and gummies are so and by gummies i mean just strictly just candy are so good so beautifully curated and also our candles will also be available for pre-sale for that event can't wait we really hope that you guys will join us we are really looking forward to seeing your faces this holiday season because you know we're going to move into the hustle and bustle this will just be a really good time to spend some quality time together now before i leave you guys michelle's got a quick review to share with you Mm. and this is a good one here it goes um, by AJ1948. It says fresh air with five mm. stars. Love that. I love this podcast. I'm not sure how I found it, but I'm so grateful I did. I started listening to it because it had a Midwest vibe, but it's so much more than a local podcast. Great topics. And I feel like I'm hanging with friends. Thank you, Lauren and Michelle. You're um, welcome. You're welcome, AJ. You're so welcome. Come forward. Share you, yourself. Your face. Your face. You deserve a nipple tweak. Yep. Mouth kisses so- <laughs> and nipple tweaks from the sisters. <laughs> you guys, thank you so much. We are still getting some re- reviews in, but we want to amp it up for the winter season to share with all of you guys. So please drop us a review. If you have not yet dropped us a review and you listen to us every week, dude, take one minute out of your busy ass life. And I know it's busy. I'm not being mm. you know sarcastic. And please leave us a review. It helps our cause and our business. Thank you so much, you guys. We love you. Happy holidays, seasons, greetings. Go ahead and stay fucking cozy and enjoy. Whoa, but I'm bum ching. So much stuff on my freaking same. I'm surrounded. You, you can't see the amount of clutter surrounding my situation right now. It's all got a purpose, but it is a lot of random things. Oh, what you sipping on over there? Every not every morning, but this morning I made a cup of um a honey cinnamon oat mm. latte. You really make those the best. I've tried to I've tried to mimic that and it's 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 really it's good. good, but it's they never taste quite as good as yours. Yeah, you know, like when you're doing it right, when every time you make it it tastes the same. Like you got yes, it down. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's easy. I just do a little do you have one of those honey things with the honey stick? No. But should I? Should I have I one? I think you should. And if you just hold tight, maybe I'll get you one for Christmas or okay, something. Okay, stocking stuffers. Yeah, stocking stuffers. Wait, speaking of <laughs> speaking of stocking <laughs> stuffers, I watched this great TikTok yesterday, mm. and it was this guy. I forget what his name was, and it was like one of those longer ones. Like he had something to say. Okay, he was going on about stuff stocking stuffers or stocking stuffing. Okay, and he did like a poll, and he asked, like, I love like, stocking stuffing. By the way. Right. Same, same. And he went out and was like, basically like, okay, asking the moms and like just ladies in general, I think he definitely wasn't talking just to moms. He was just talking about, you know, people in general, who is responsible for stocking the stuffings and the women stuffing, what did I say? Stocking stocking the stuffings. 
Lauren, sometimes when I re-listen to our podcast, I I'm like, up. no, same. I say things and I'm like, you know what? And we're going to just blow past just that because cares? people know what we're people talking know. about. People know. It's they like know. when you read those things that say, like, if you can read this and all the letters yeah. are mixed up, you're yeah. brilliant. I'm like, you got this. You guys got this. And women were coming out of the woodwork being like, oh, you mean, has anyone ever stuffed my stocking? Never. I am the only, I Never. stuff the stockings in the I have an empty. I have an empty stocking. Mine and is deflated. This man, his mission this holiday season is to change that. He's like, let's take down the gender roles. Why are the women just stuffing the stockings? Listen, I do know. Go on, yeah. go on, go on, go on, he was, go on. He's, so he I is saying this. like, you need to talk to your other Santa Claus and your other partner in the home or whatever. And say, I will stuff yours if you stuff mine. Oh, and maybe that has a second meaning. Whatever. I believe we have a stocking stuffer in our family, though. Can you guess who that might be? In our Masterella... No, in the oh the, Nicole, wait, Nicole, no, gentlemen, crossing oh, Ben King, Center, yes, our, our ben, brother-in-law mm-hmm. Ben King, he's Santa, he is ho ho hoing all night long, all night long, stuff in the stack and stuff and stuff and stuff. He comes to Christmas he's a, with a Santa a, sack. He is a giver. He's he, a giver. He his love language, and he also likes. He gets excited when he's receiving, which I love his enthusiasm for giving and gifting. And mm-hmm. receiving. Mm-hmm. But so I'm obsessed with this guy. And so now what he's doing, he's coming on and offering great ideas. So for oh instance, God, like, what? like like what? He's like, don't get stupid little chintzy shit. He goes, I he goes, I love watches. He loves fishing and he loves other things. Okay. He goes, get me things that have to do with that kind of stuff. Maybe a nice cloth to watch the face of my watch. Fishing, maybe a couple little doodads that you throw in there. You know what they're called. I, I, yeah, the lures. I actually think that I, even though I'm the stuffer and we want the men to do it, and Ryan's going to listen to this podcast, and you guys are all going to hear later on your stocking, stuff the shit out of my stocking. (laughs) But um, I have to say, I'm pretty good at stocking stuff. Yeah, have fun, have fun. Stockings. My kids say that their favorite part is. Okay, so what do you? And I kind of take the same approach. I take the same approach as what you just shared from that gentleman. I am cognizant of people's interests. Okay, and um, so I feel like there is always something like there is a lure usually in Will in Williams. You know, good small things like both of my kids really are into self care and 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 grooming and body care, like um, like skin care. Lauren, actually, no, I need to tell you this. Last night I was Christmas shopping and I was going through my kids make a PowerPoint presentation. Okay? Oh, I've seen it. So Will made his <laughs> I'm PowerPoint. looking forward for, for both of them. Well, I wish you, every kid would do that. Well, they are going to because Mia taught Tori. Okay. So now Andrea is like, please, Mia. Andrea actually commissioned Mia to yeah. teach Tori how to create a, a slides on PowerPoint, you know, what Google. Anyway, I'm reading through Will's PowerPoint yesterday, Lauren. Yeah. He has a description, a one-line sentence as to why he he's he's justifying. So now he's needs. like selling it. Oh he's my God. pitching it. So good. So he has sweatpants and underneath it says, never can have enough pairs of these. Okay. Plus. And then he has a manscape kit and underneath it Sorry, says, is he, is he escaping? Dear God, need a little help here, please. <laughs> And oh, I am the greatest with him. What's he escaping? <laughs> like, does he have an armpit here? Groin and his balls, apparently. <laughs> Listen, the other day, Anthony manscaped like his chest, like his frontal body hair, and it was too much. He went well, down, he put the lo- those the short, it was, I just like, it was like, just let it grow back. Well, let it, me don't ever do that again. Let me tell you something. Maybe you might want to look into this kit, this manscape kit William is talking about, because Ryan's looking over my shoulder and he's like, "Can you put two in the car?" Let me just see it. Yeah, you'll there have to share that. A little, there is a little um, 
like almost like a catch-all. It's like a little mat you put down for when you're grooming yourself. I mean, you know, that's actually a really good idea because sometimes Anthony's beard is sitting in our sink for yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, telling, he, we all clean up after ourselves, but you know what I mean? A, he just I'll, like sometimes we'll, a, yeah, take a minute. Yeah, it's gross, Lauren. It's gross. Um, mm-hmm. Great take idea. A minute. Great gift. Great We'll gift. share the link. Man I'll share the product because okay, I think so it's I a good to, one. I just need to write a note here. Man, scape link. Oh my okay. God. Died. So yeah. So I think that all families, if they're into stuffing stockings and stocking mm. stuffers, they should consider having that conversation with their loved one and be like, listen, let's have fun, some fun this holiday season. I'll, I'll stuff some of these. You stuff my fucking stocking. Totally. Stuff I my agree. stocking. Stuff my stocking and then I'll stuff yours. And then I'll ways. stuff yours. <laughs> Love this guy's oh, love, idea. Love this guy's idea and loving the energy here. Loving Same. the energy. Five and high. You guys, right. I was at Michelle's house yesterday for some work. And um we she's like, I'm gonna make you a salad. She made her friend Marcy's tahini dressing, which was delicious. Um I'm glad you liked it. It was so good. Michelle didn't think I didn't like my salad because I didn't finish all of it. But sometimes Correct. I don't finish my food. But Which so Michelle assumed me. I didn't like it. I just yeah. wasn't hungry anymore. She so stops. we had to. She stops when her stomach is full. I just pop <laughs> right past that feeling and clean that plate. No, I just wasn't. Did I, did I look during the depression or like the? I don't know. You might be like a second time around. This might be your reincarnation. You've like all the food that you need. Maybe back in the day, yeah, you lived during a time like the scarcity. potato famine. Yeah, scarcity. You were probably issues. from the potato famine. I think so. Yeah, think well, so. welcome Italian to here. welcome to 2023. <laughs> we don't have to eat Pause all. Pause when you're full. <laughs> Will no do. need to overeat. So Michelle was making me this delicious salad. It was easy. It was like, whatever, all the stuff in it. And then she pulled out her bag of chicken. And Ugh. I was like, mm, gross. Yep. Then I and she was going to offer me some. And then she's like, I'm not going to do that. And then I was like, cool bag of chicken. And literally she opened and she goes, mm, it smells like a fart. <laughs> and then proceeded to eat it. And then I reminded myself why I don't eat chicken I, a, I, I mean, listen, I miss bag. rotisserie chicken because rotisserie chicken is a, is just good stuff. It is. Although, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. But um, <laughs> chicken in a bag, according to Michelle, smells like a fart. So that's why I don't eat chicken in a bag Thankfully, anymore. it didn't taste like a fart. That <laughs> didn't translate into that taste flavor profile. But Bar-for-ama. it's not my preferred. But, you know, sometimes I need a little something more in my salad, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. fart, fart smelling chicken was fart the obvious chicken. choice. Gross. Sick. My friend, um, Mike Riley, uses a term or like a phrase that I love, vom.com. Oh, for something that smells like, that's gross. Like just gross, gross. vom.com. I'm going to barf, vom.com. I love, kind of love that and I'm going to steal it. Kind of like bomb.com. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) vom.com. Like it's a good, it's a good text, bomb.com. I'm totally using it. So good. Um, So I was out with my girlfriend, Maggie. We went to the LaGrange Art League Holiday Market last week. You were there. I was. Dude, I literally was checking shit off of my gift list. I took Don't care spoil. of... Don't spoil. Listeners, I, I won't, but all I'm saying is that there are some fantastic local artisanal finds there. Please check it out. It's open all season long. And we'll link that as well so you guys can check that out. Um, love supporting small businesses. Afterwards, Maggie and I went to Luca's for dinner. And Michelle, you came, but then you left, right? Yeah. yeah. So Maggie and I stuck around at the bar, bellied up. Um, I had a great dirty martini. And then we ordered our regular, the orichetti with the broccoli and sausage. And as we're like kind of sitting it. there. Because I feel like when Maggie's there, it's like a full Oh, I order. have to, like, I have, have to, to bring Maggie, I have to pump the brakes. Love Maggie, her eating style. I love her. And I, li- I got to the point where her and I now, I'm like, Maggie, that's just too much. She's like, let's both get a, our own a pasta and a pizza and share a salad. I'm like, or we can share the pasta, mm. get the salad to share and get a small pizza. And she's like, done, deal. I'm like, okay. Tell Maggie next time she wants to go out, you to call me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys and your appetites are amazing. She's sitting there and we're sitting there having our little cocktail and our, our food. And she looks over at the end of the bar and she goes, hmm. And she sees a woman standing there, a young woman. And she goes, hmm, she looks like she's one of the family. And I'm thinking, and I literally am like, how does she know Ken, the owner of Luca's? And I was, and I was like, it's so odd. Like, does she know him? And I'm like, and I look at her, I go, like, who's, like, who's family? Like your family? Yeah. And she's like, oh, gay lingo. 
one of the family means okay. they might be gay. That's just, oh. that is just a way of saying like, oh, I think she was just it's observing like this woman. It's like gaydar. It's that AKA gaydar. gaydar. Got it. Just another way that she, and she, I know, Hilarious. I love it. One of the family. And I'm like, is one she in the mom? the family. The gay like, family. Yeah. <laughs> the big, giant, humongous <laughs> gay family. And then we went into it. I'm like, so what makes you think that? And so then she was just kind of telling me like a little bit about this woman's like characteristics, characteristics, like what she was wearing and how she was just like held herself. And I'm like, that is so cool. And I saw the woman minutes before she said it. And it wasn't my gator. She wasn't in your family at that moment. No, no, I didn't see her in the family at the moment. But then after Maggie and I spoke, we agreed, agreed that maybe she was in the family. Okay. Okay. I love it. Well, maybe next time Maggie should just go up and ask her. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you in the family? Because either way, however that woman answers, if she's like, what family? Maggie could be like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were part of the Lucas family. And instead, you know, and but if she's like, plan B. But if she's like plan I B. am in the family, mm-hmm. Maggie can like bump fists with her. Yeah, that's it. And then maybe that's like it. go have coffee together and relatives. <laughs> As relatives. Start pen-palling. Some amazing amazing um how are you how's your catch-up well tell me everything oh, it's great you know lauren i started my morning laughing so hard because it was kind of it wasn't rambunctious or like wild there wasn't a lot going on but i was kind of easing into my day and i looked at my schedule and i'm like wow i got a lot it's like boom 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 and i got a text you know i'm surrounding myself with these women i'm working out i'm really focusing on building strength um, you're like, and, you're in the Kyle Richards era, minus maybe being a lesbian. Okay. Because yeah. She like, and you're, and you're, she like really got into working out. Like, so Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, obviously the aunt to Paris Hilton. She like was in Vegas with her girl, with the cast. And she woke up at like five o'clock in the morning to hit the gym. Okay. Well, I'll never be that person. Let me tell you right now. Okay. On vacation, if my friends are like, want to go work out? I'm like, eat a bag of dicks. I'll be right here. I'm not that hardcore, but okay. I will say that she, thinks, she looks amazing. She by does. The way. I, she's one of my favorite cast members. She, same. Always has been. She's so good. Um, uh, but I have like, I've been working out every Friday with Sarah Goggin at Core Power. We're doing this Strength X class. Shout out to Bobby Derrick, who's our strength coach. I love her so much. She's so great, which is why we keep going back. But Sarah sends me a text this morning, you going? And I'm and that's like, that's just her poke. That's her that, poking you. That's my accountability coach. Uh-huh. That's who she is. That's fucking and cool. It's fucking cool. And I was like, well, now like, I am. What are you going to say? No. no. Yeah. No. I was no. like, well, now I am. And she sent me a voice <laughs> message. And all it said was, let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> I need that. I need that in my neighborhood. Yeah. So that's how oh. my day started. So you asked me how I'm doing. I'm doing freaking great. Yeah, Great, what are you man. sipping on over there? I oh, see you sipping I on thought, one of our sponsors' I movies. You'd never ask. I'm slipping on the blue banana. You're slipping on it. You're slipping I'm on slipping. it. I, we can't. I'm slipping on the sliding. We didn't do our mouth exercises this morning. We're open our mouth. Uh, uh, I don't want to do that because I have blueberry <laughs> banana in my mouth. You Dude, guys. I love how they do the it's... peanut butter or the almond butter on the side of the cup. Mm-hmm. Um, so upbeat. What did you get from the upbeat life? What is it? Blueberry banana. This, it's called the blue banana. I get the same thing every time. It's blueberries, banana, almond milk. There's spirulina in there and I think Yum. a couple other things. But this is my like post-workout protein blaster. Yeah, your blaster. And Yum. It looks delicious. delicious. So go there, guys. Um, go get a smoothie. Use our code BEATTHECROWD and get 10% off your next smoothie order. I mean, right? I can there always say I love a discount. You give me like literally it like Black Friday's coming up and I'm I'm being I'm trying to be more mindful of my Christmas shopping, getting things done. My goal is to be done shopping by December 1. We'll that see. Would be- Right. But I'm like, because with this sale, and I'm not like a salesperson when it comes to like Christmas shopping. I just kind of find things and shop. But this year, I'm like, fuck it. If I'm going to buy things anyways, why not be mindful yeah. of the discounts? Right. Now, seeing as though we just did a little show and tell, I have a show and tell that I want to show you. I talk about this every freaking year. And now that we're on you know, video, I can actually show it to you and our yeah, listeners who are watching. Um, it's cozy season. It is getting dark. It is getting so by five o'clock. It feels like 11 o'clock. Pajamas are on at 6.30. Seriously. (laughs) Here's what I've been doing to kind of go with the change, which maybe is like not working, but I'm loving it. The minute I put Luna down in bed, which is probably around 7 o'clock, I go straight to my bathroom, take out my contacts, wash my face, 
put on my oils, brush my teeth. Even if I haven't had dinner yet, it's just kind of makes me feel like a little refresh. I, I've got cold water on my face. So it's really been kind of just helping with my energy, sustaining yeah. some energy yes, for the evening. Yes, yes right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now rewind to the morning. First thing in the morning, I light my candle. So I get up the baby and do all that shit. And I light my candle. And I want people to become as obsessed with this here candle that I am every single day season. I'm so, so glad you, that you're selling Trader Joe's candles right now. Oh, I know. We have so our own bad. candles to Wait, sell. guys, guys, I'm going to interrupt this this regularly scheduled program <laughs> right now and just say uh, we've got a whole host we of fucking do, candles. But listen, Michelle, they're $3.99. <laughs> Fuck you. They're $3.99. They, listen, because here's the deal. Sometimes it's just nice to have the ambiance right. of a white, unscented pillar candle. Totally agree. I totally agree. $3.99. Pair this with our Huga candle, which will give you the smelly vibes. Hello, you want it. It's Fraser Fir, Moss and Palo Santo. But this unscented candle, what is it? 80 hours of burn time. Mm -hmm. It's just, here's why I'm bringing this up. Because people get really down and out during this time of year. And it is incredible what a little candle flame, how it can change the feeling of your home. And I'm here to say, buy the pillar candle and buy our candle, (laughs) Cozy AF. Huga scent for this and season. I just want to say you're exactly right. I completely agree with you. I too, as, as soon as Lauren texts me, I run to the store and I either get them for myself or I also I get a request to hoard them for her as well. Yes. and I agree. Like the minute mine candles, run out, yeah, and they're so versatile too. Like you can, they can, they are fine by themselves. You can put them in the middle of a of a little mini wreath. You can or, put yes, under or a hurricane, put them in the hurricane like, which is what I do. You can get a bunch of them and dress can, up like a certain area of your mantle. You can oh, also gift them. a cute hurricane or like a candle plate and just send one of those in yeah. the gift with it. You know, yeah. I mean, I every time I go there, I pick up one or two. I hoard them because and, they will. I will burn them now until February. Coming March is kind of when I, it's all about the mood. It It is is. such a cool thing. I don't know if you guys know this, but they say that Danish people burn the most like white or ivory unscented candles in the world. They are the biggest consumers of candle burning because of their Huga lifestyle. It is just kind of like, it's a real thing. It's a very real thing. Um, Okay. Let's hop into, before we get into some, you know, holiday more more holidays so you know convo yeah let's yeah, yeah. talk about a lightning round of anything that you are reading watching or listening you kick it off with oh whoa. what you're reading and i can see here you're still working through yeah i it's a life and truth be told i've been um not keeping up with it but i will i just okay. I, let's move on to other let's things move on. so well, i have one. Oh, oh, oh! i have one reading? i want to share oh, oh i am reading and i've shared there this it before i shared it when i got it i wasn't reading it yet i'm reading by rick Rubin, the creative act, I'm sorry, the creative act, a way of being. I'm on page 80, 85. This book is one of the easiest books to read because the chapters are two to three pages long. So you're just flying through little thoughts on how to open the mind, the heart, and how to be more aware of what is inspiring in your world. I love that. It's all about Mm. looking around you and seeing what you're doing and being present and being creative. And I've talked about it before, just about how everything has a little bit of inspiration in it. And there was a part here, gosh, oh, they were talking about, he's talking about imperfections now, and he's talking about self-doubt. So really, there's just so many messages in here. Rick Rubin is a um, music and I think video producer. I think, I think I got that right. He um, talks about how if you wait for the perfect time, for the perfect anything to create the perfect thing, it's never going to happen. He's like, just do it. You got to do it. You got to release the fear. And he talks about this um, in Japanese um, pottery called kintsugi. Okay. I apologize if I uh, mess that up. But it talks about when po- pottery breaks in the Japanese culture, they will put it back together. And instead of like throwing it out and trying to find another new perfect one, they will put it back together and they accentuate 
the fault line or like the cracks with like gold to fill the crack. Oh, that's cool. Almost to like illuminate the imperfections highlight it. of it. Yes. Okay. And that's bringing me back to the, remember when we talked about, was it Wabi Sabi? That's the Japanese else. idea of looking at the beauty in imperfections broken things, things, weathered yes. things. It sort of falls that, in line. Yes, that falls See, in line. I love that. I All love these that. Calls, yeah, this is an incredible, incredible book. If you are wanting more creativity in your life, if you're in a creative rut, if you feel like you don't have any, if you are anything, every human should read this because there is fuel for so much to okay. enhance your daily life. Great. And like I mentioned, it's a quick read. It's a beautiful book. It has like kind of like a linen cover. This would actually make an incredible a great Christ- uh, Christmas gift. Yes, a great Christmas gift. This is a great gift. Christmas Add gift. To the list. Love this fucking book. We'll put the oh. link in the, the show notes. How's everybody doing on the show notes? Are we figuring out listeners how to get to those show notes? Navigating I hope that so. Thing it's really okay? not that hard. Know, but you know, know what? I get it. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it um, is. Michelle, I yeah. want to know what you're watching. Well, I said last, I think in our last conversation that I was going to, that I was talking about Matt Reif, who's a young rising star in the comic world. And I watched his Netflix premiere that came out on November 15th. Um, And I have to say, I didn't love it, to be honest, as much as I love seeing his shorts and crowd work and stuff that he shares on social media. He's still amazing. I think that his success story is incredible. Like, I think that that's what I'm inspired by is watching these folks and realizing these are not overnight sensations. This shit doesn't happen overnight. People have been working for a really, really long time to get where they are. And I'm here for all of that. So I say, if you're curious, go check him out. You know, it's, it's, but otherwise, like, nah, move along, move okay. along. Okay, so you, we're not really there, his demographic. He's a twenty-eight-year-old man. So he's his talking about just young man things. Got well, it. They're just, they're, they're just, they're just not. I'm not his demographic. I get you it. Know? Okay, totally got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched a a documentary on Netflix. This, you guys, tune in. Listen, I'm here for cults. Anything that has to do with the cult, I, I totally tune in. Well, you're the one that actually brought it to my attention. Yeah. Which is a rarity. I believe it's called Escaping that you I owe you now. Escaping Twin Flames. And it's about a cult, a husband and wife who started this fucked up cult. That the messaging here is basically everyone out there has a mate. Twin flame is what they call it. Soulmate, stupidest love of your life. Heard. Yeah, no stupidest Twin thing flame. I've ever heard. Like who even says that? Just a cult leader looking for des- desperados. And monies and pennies because people, <sighs> he is so annoying. Oh my God, this guy want to punch. I have not want to punch anyone. He's so gross. We're going to get there. I've not wanted to punch someone square in the nose in a long time. And this oh, guy's wow. got a knuckle sandwich coming from me. Oh, if I ever share the same away. space with him, I'm going to make one fist. I'm going to punch him right in the nostrils. <laughs> like one of those old timey fights. Why I, why I, why I great. And give him a good old slug. His thing is that Did his wife bug you as much as him. She is talk about like a trad wife. She is like, whatever you tell me to do, husband, I will do. I am your servant. And she sucks for putting people as well in these situations. So basically what the twin flame is, is that they will tell you, they basically assign you your twin flame. So I'm Lauren and I go to their call and I say who they don't say it's a call, but of course they never do. I'll say like, Hey, I'm looking for love. I need my partner. I'm really happy in life. But the one thing I'm lacking is my my mate and they're like great your mate is maybe this person uh johanna and they're yeah, like you're johanna her. why am i sweating I, so much whoa baloney pits are coming <laughs> at you so they are like your mate is johanna and i'm like but wait I'm, i never i don't I'm even know les- johanna i don't know johanna and i'm not a lesbian and they're like you're, you're right you're not you have masculine roots or they call it something like you have masculine roots and you're the, you're the man in this, this God vision of your relationship. I'm like, wait, I'm a man. What do you mean by I'm a woman? They're like, it's time for you to start your transition. And so people transition their genders based on these yahoos who tell them that they are rooted 
Yes. You're kidding. No, people literally have top surgery. Stop it right now. Leave their families because people will come out of the basement after being on the computer culting all day long. And they'll come up and be like, call me Rob now. And the parents are like, wait, what? What do you mean? And they get really kind of worried. And then these, these, these individuals desert and leave their family because they feel like their their family's not accepting them for their new gender, which the families are on this documentary saying, it's not that. I just have never in their 25 years, have they ever shared these tendencies of not feeling comfortable? This is completely cult-driven, like transitioning genders. This is in... It's insane. insane. And then it's an MLM. So they are getting people to become coaches and they're making money. And this motherfucker, I don't even know his name because I forgot it and I hate him. He is so gross Mm -hmm. the way he treats people and talks about people. And I'm just here to ask a question. So rude. Why and how do the grossest, ugliest dudes become so powerful at brainwashing and getting these followers and becoming like masterminds of humans? But they're so, and I'm not saying that looks are everything, but why are cult leaders so goddamn gross? I don't know. Charles Manson, okay? That seven hate, listen, I, I thought about this last night. If you and I were to be like attracted to a cult, I know that I accidentally would have gone. I mean, I wouldn't get into a cult because I think I, I've got. Like, I probably um, would be you the would. one that would. And get I into think that more. you would have gotten into Heaven Gates on accident. Oh. <laughs> Remember Evan Gates, that guy? <laughs> was that the guy that was playing volleyball? Was that no, that no, guy? no, no, no. That's, okay. that's Nick Siam. I That oh, okay. guy, too, is yeah. so gross. Why he had all these lovers? You are so gross. Well, this is, can I just chime in for a no, second? Evan Gates is the guy, the old guy that said that the aliens were going to come on a ship and get you, and they all literally drank Kool-Aid and died. I can't. Okay. That would be you. They, awesome. <laughs> okay, well, this is... Like, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All I was going to say is that the one that I know that I would have been like, eh, you're kind of intriguing to me. Which one? Is... Waco, Waco, Texas, David. Because he's kind of like gross, but could be hot if he wasn't a cult leader. If somebody's telling you, you woke up every morning and your name was Jenny, okay? And all of a sudden you find some new friends and they keep telling you ways to think and what you should be and who you really are and all this shit. And you're like, well, this is news to me. That is your sign to turn around and And run run the fuck in the other direction. Run in the other direction. I I understand why people get into cults, especially when people are so desperate for one thing, especially if they're lonely or they don't feel like they have a purpose. Cults are very appealing because they can make them feel powerful, Ah. feel connected, feel included. And these, oh, these people, but this is what's so interesting about this, um, about this documentary. And there's another one on Prime that I plan to watch is that this cult is actually still in progress. This isn't like they shut it down. They went to jail. No, these people are still running a cult. It is active people. I've found people who are in the true flame coaching on TikTok and they are terrifying human beings. You guys get on it. Watch it. Don't join a call. Check out the Better Business Bureau first before you get in on that. Exactly. What the hell are we thinking? I'll never understand. (laughs) Forward. Never understand. Um, And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Fun fact. Did you know that I actually hate filling my car up with gas? I don't. Seriously, you didn't know that? No. Oh my Lord. It's I'm a total avoider. I am the queen of running on empty. Running on empty. I actually have a friend (laughs) who I share the same disdain with over and we exchange photos of our gas gauges when they're on E. Oh, that's an interesting text message. But Michelle, what is the point of your story? Ah, that's right. My point. Okay. I don't think I had one. Well, yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> I will say, since we're on the topic of automobiles, I actually love going to our local neighborhood auto repair shop for all of my maintenance. Oil changes, digital inspections, the whole bit. The name of my spot is called Vapel Auto Repair, and it's right here in LaGrange Park. It's one of the most lovely, friendly, inviting places I have ever had my car serviced. Wow. Well, Vapel Auto sounds like a dream come true, but I need you to tell me a bit more about this digital inspections you speak of. I would love to. Digital inspections are super cool. This is where the mechanics take photos and videos of the areas specifically concerned within your vehicle so the customer can see exactly what's going on under the hood. Okay, I appreciate this so much because I don't have a clue what's going on underneath Yeah, (laughs) you and me both. Not only is Vapel Auto an independent, family-owned and operated auto repair shop, Vapel is a NAPA-approved auto care center. However, the part I love most about Vapel Auto is that you are actually invited to snuggle up in their cozy waiting room and sip on a hot beverage while you wait for your car's service to be completed. 
Doesn't that sound delightful? An auto shop that is cozy too? Oh my God, Vapel Auto sounds like my kind of auto repair shop. Listener, if you are local or live near the west suburbs of Chicago and in need of a reputable mechanic that cares about your car and your cozy, mindful well-being, then schedule an appointment at VapelAuto.com or call 708-352-8800. This episode is supported by our friends at The Upbeat Life a smoothie shop where quality ingredients are most important. The Upbeat Life is all about keeping it real. And they use everything from organic fruits and veggies to superfoods like spirulina and manuka honey. Don't want a smoothie? Try an acai bowl. They are made with no added sugar and you can choose from unlimited toppings such as a vegan and keto granola, organic fruit, shredded coconut, dark chocolate, goji berries, and more. Personally, I'm a smoothie girl myself. The blue banana gives me all the protein my body craves after a good workout and it achieves high marks for flavor. It is my current addiction. If you too are looking to pick up a new habit that's actually good for you, swing by The Upbeat Life, where they'll feed your body and your soul the good stuff. And when you do, be sure to tell them the sister project sent you and use our code BEATTHECROWD for 10% off of your next order. For more information on The Upbeat Life, head to the link in our show notes. And now back to our cozy conversation. What are we listening to? Um, I'm going to kick things off real quick. Dude, I opened up Spotify the other day to listen to Christmas carols and it popped up a, like a a notice that said, listen to Britney Spears's memoir. And I was like, listen to it. I just read it, but what are you freaking talking about Spotify? If you're a premium member, which I am, so it's $10.99 a month for all the music, ad-free podcasts. Well, they've got some ads, but all that stuff. Now they are offering their members, premium members, 15 hours of listening time. 15 hours is like two books. That's like incredible. Good books. That is incredible. I know. And I literally gift. like that was to I was so ecstatic because I love reading and I don't always have the time and I'm like oh my god and Spotify it's already a platform that I'm a freaking part of like I don't have to buy another app yeah yeah so you guys if you aren't on this is obviously not an ad I wish Spotify was we do actually work the anchor.com is our platform but they're not paying us to talk about this I'm just freaking stoked because I did not see this coming. It was Lauren, Christmas, came early. The day that you mentioned it to me, I went on and opened my Spotify and I was like, well, shit on a shingle, she ain't lying. We, this is a, a real thingle, a real it thingle. Is. It's a real this thingle. Is a real thingle. <laughs> <laughs> so get on it. It's super exciting. I started Adam Grant's newest book, Hidden Potential. Love him. Yeah, he is an organizational psychologist and it's all about just like, unpacking the potential that we all have within to keep learning. The first portion of it is how it's never too too late to learn something. And as we know, with like brain health and cognition, learning is something that just lubricates the brain. And this is just a great book. It's an easy listen and I'm really enjoying it. I I love it. I love it. And while you're on Spotify listening to Adam Grant's new book, go and check out what I'm listening to right now, which finally somebody, one of our listeners reached out a while ago and I'm sorry, I forgot your name, but she asked um, if I'd review Grace Potter's album, Mother Road. Oh, you love Grace Potter. And she just released her newest album a few months ago. Um, And I finally listened to the the thing in its entirety and I... I, I, I freaking love it. I love her. She's such, she's so incredible at singing like every genre. She can rock. She's got soul. She can do the country thing. She's a, her range is insane. Is she a rockabilly? Isn't she, that a type of music? I honestly, the only person I've ever, I've heard our dad reference that style of that genre of music before. Um, I, She's more than that. Honestly. Okay, cool. But Fit some favorite songs, guys. Mother Road, uh, Ready, Set, Go, Rose Colored Rearview, so good. Lady Vagabond and All My Ghosts. And I feel like these, this is about like chasing dreams and letting go. There's some, some lyrics of her talking in one of her songs about like her growing up that just resonated with me so much. I, cool. she, just, she speaks to me. She speaks to me. She's like a poet. Go listen, enjoy. Um, and and full circle, when you're done listening to her, read this freaking book, The Creative Active Way of Being, because he talks about songwriters and how writers yeah, what and does he poets say? just 
he's actually the part that I just finished was talking about how people, how different, like how Eminem yeah. needed to have just one static television on in the background while he wrote his music. There were, there's another um, musician that he does not name that needed the radio on the TV on as oh, no. much noise as possible. Another musician that he knows that needed complete solitude would have like earbuds and he couldn't have a fucking have you sound. Ever, have you ever heard of um, Adele talk about her songwriting? No, but I freaking love her. She's, she says that it's almost like a channeling. She says that it's a higher about. power. Dude, and, you, okay, I need to read this book. It's I need so to read cool. this book. And yeah. We also, it talks about like, it, I relate to it because I'm like, where do my ideas come from? Mm. And how can I better? you know, um, channel them and put channel them, in, them, mold them into something greater. Yeah. Okay. That's so awesome. it's awesome. So I just looked up rockabilly because I want to make sure yeah, that what I, is this, this is what actually is like a real thing. It's a blend of country and Western and rhythm and blues. I mean, yeah, that sounds like her, honestly. I mean, she, she sounds like, I mean, it sounds like, sounds a like her. Uh-huh. It, and it rose in the mid 1950s. Pretty cool. I yeah. mean, that sounds like her, to be honest. Yeah. Love it. All right. So moving on from Grace Potter to Martha Stewart, the queen of hosting. She went on the Kelly Clarkson show yesterday and announced to the world that Thanksgiving for her is canceled. She is not making a motherfucking turkey. Oh, and Lauren, what do you think about that? In fact, her quote is, I am all turkeyed out. I can see why. So what happened is she, I guess one of her friends like called in sick, who know, maybe someone had like COVID and they're like, we're sick. And then everyone else just started canceling. So she called her chef friend and said, we're not fucking doing Thanksgiving. And I am here for it because A, she's saying no to something. She's saying no to something she doesn't want to do. So I applaud this. I'm, I love when people say no to shit so that they how bad, don't want to do. Look at how badass that is. Is Martha in her 80s? She's in her 80s I think now. She's in her 80s and so she when looks you get good. To, she looks amazing. So when you get to 80, you can just go to the main bird. Like no one cares. <laughs> she's done. She, and this is something I didn't consider too for Martha. She has cooked when, by the time Thanksgiving arrives, Martha has cooked close to 15 turkeys on television programs yeah. and different, you know, appearances. She's like, I have made enough. She said it up to here. She I could see why. freaking like cheeseburger or like caviar on a pearl spoon, you yeah. know, yeah. with a potato chip. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but speaking of Thanksgiving, Michelle, I'm curious what, and we may have discussed this, I forget, but it do doesn't you matter. Have, we can talk about it every year if we want. Amazing. What are your favorite Thanksgiving bites. Um, it's it's very simple, and it's all one all all bites mixed into one bite. I like to make sure that my bite includes a bit of turkey with some gravy, a little mashed potatoes. white meat or dark meat. I don't. I prefer dark meat. Okay. Um, yeah, a little mashed potatoes. Um, a little cranberry sauce. I'm fine with can or homemade. I can. I'm, I'm, I'm fine here with can. for the can. In fact, I'm hosting. I'm going plop to get out. a can for myself. Plop it out. Open both. Plop it. I want to plop it. I want to slice it. Plop exactly. And slice. Plop if and I had slice. A, if I had a cranberry a canned cranberry company, my tagline would be plop and plop, slice. Plop and <laughs> slice. And I'd buy the shit out of your fucking product every Thanksgiving. And then a little sweet potato. All of those things melded no, into one candied sweet potato or yes. like savory, yes. like the candied like. With, with the mushroom juice. or marshmallow, no, no. Not with marshmallow. the orange juice and the marshmallow. Oh, but you did say mushroom and Nicole, Nicole does make a button mushroom. Her sister Nicole makes incredible button mushrooms, which she I think does. I need to make this year because they're just so flipping good. They're incredible. Um, speaking of, I don't know my favorite bites. Like, like I said, I love a good plop and flop and slice of a cranberry, and I, 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 I and and <laughs> I'm super stoked though because you know I don't need turkey anymore. And I used to like the dark meat as well. But this year I am making tipsy housewives um, freaking stuffing. Can't go and wrong she, with that. So if you guys are not following the tipsy housewife yet, you have to because she is just glorious. She is the epitome of cozy. Yes. She makes home cook and old school mm. dishes that yes. you probably haven't seen in a long time. Yes. And you're like, oh my God, this is so good. She, people give her shit and she tosses it right freaking back to the people that are giving her shit. And that's I another reason it. why I love her because yeah, she doesn't take shit I'm from no one. Um, but she makes an incredible stuffing using the Chateau dumplings. And I'm obsessed with the texture of a dumpling. Um, 
guess what, guys? I know it's going to be past Thanksgiving when you see this, but maybe you'll make stuffing for Christmas or something. And I feel like it's a good almost like have the stuffing and make eggs on the side and you can have that for breakfast. I don't know. Tipsy finds a pretty, she finds a way to use stuffing in other ways and at other meals. Yeah, it doesn't. It's so good that you want to have it more than just on Thanksgiving. We need to have April back on. I say the word. Okay. I'll April, text her right April, now. April, if you're listening, yeah. um, please come on in the new please, year. Thank you. Please. And bring us some stuffing. Okay. So <laughs> moving on from one bird to another type I of love bird. Another you. good transition. I love, I'm so good at segueing these you days. You really are. I'm telling you. I talk just want to say, I'm, you know what? I'm proud of myself because it takes my, it takes brain work to do that. And I'm proud of myself for being able to, seamlessly transition and i'm great i'm not talking gender i'm just straight up talking talking about (laughs) one idea for the next (laughs) it's impressive and also but it's something that takes practice and after you know it's not Mm. knowing like you have honed the skill and you really take it i'm serious it's i love it Listen, I just wanted to give, I wanted to say good job to me and I'm proud of you for all the things that Michelle is, listen, I want to give a shout out to Michelle while we're shouting things out. Michelle is killing it in the sales department for the sister project. And as a one woman team, I just want to say thank you. And I'm proud of you. And I love that you put yourself out there. See, I am a little bit more introverted where I'm like, oh, this introduction of like trying to sell something. And I, I want to think that I'm really good at it. And I get good at a dip- you like are. when you, when I help, I'm the, I help close it. You are magnificent at wow introducing the idea of this sale to our potential leads and customers. Well, wait, now, thank you so much. But now I, wanna, I fly in. I'm like, <gasps> so uh, let's do this. I Here think you're going to be curious. You do just like that. Just like an, a hawk coming in to, to fu- finish the kill. But this is Lauren, our process, which I think is incredible. And I think this is why we work so well together. As you said, like I kind of get the ball rolling. I go out there. I find the, the biz, the partners, the collaborators, yeah. whatever. And then we bring it to the table and then Lauren comes in and then I sit back and I watched this creative marketing master oh, hear, gosh. What, Thank you. hear what said new client is looking meeting for and meeting and meeting and how to come up with ideas. Them. And Lauren says, sometimes I do, but Lauren usually is the one that just, she just ejaculates these ideas and it, I, that's why it works. And I mean, that's why it works. If there's anything that I'd like to ejaculate, it's ideas. <laughs> and you do it well, honey. <laughs> you do it well. Thank you. You're now, welcome. And thank going back, you. <laughs> now, going back to that original segue I had about <laughs> 10 minutes ago, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it back. So speaking of birds, Gwyneth Paltrow is back in the news again for a concept that she is using when it comes to her children leaving the house. This concept, this, 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 uh, this, the way we usually call it is empty nesting, empty nesters for more of a noun. Um, and she doesn't like that. She thinks that empty nesting or empty nesters sounds sad and lonely. It does. And she's trying to find a silver lining in the term that she wants to use as her children grow and leave the coop. Is it coup or coop? It's coop. It's coop. a coup when you're... Yeah, no, coup is when you're overthrowing the government. Exactly. Like January exactly. 6th. Got yes, it. Okay. Yes, yes. So, um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for just making sure we met. <laughs> yeah. everyone's listening. So she has come up with a new term, not as in, uh, offensive to some, like un- a conscious uncoupling, but she's come up with a term that, honestly, I'm loving it. I'm here for all of it. It's called, she's referring to herself as free birds or free birding. Yeah. And I love it free and then and that's another thing it's not to mean like the the people that, that you're being imprisoned you're yeah. stifled i by think raising she actually your has to use that word to be less sad about her children leaving and Leonard skinner's song free bird is one of the greatest maybe rockabilly songs ever created so i hope that gwen paltrow is fucking blasting to that and enjoying or going to enjoy this time in her life when her children do leave the house and i think it's a lovely sentiment and a wonderful way to think of your house becoming quote empty Uh, coming from a person whose kids at the same time are going to leave the nest in less than four years I have been looking and wanting to lean into a different like a outlook on that whole next phase like when you read on Facebook and stuff people will be talking about you know like 
your last summer before the, it's like somebody's dying of some terminal oh, illness. Like the kids are going plague. to college. Oh, and God, oh, you know God, what I'm yeah. saying? And there's like a lot of like really dark, like emo negative Always. connotation. Always. So when you shared this with me, I was like, oh, free birding. Yeah, I'm here for the flip of the script on this. You one are. You will be a great free birder. I, w- I honestly will. And in a way, like that I'm, I'm, that's the next phase of life. Yes. And it's a new season. For me, it doesn't, my job was to give them the tools, nurture them, let them know that I was here to support them through anything that they needed, but give them the skills for the sole purpose of, so when it's time to fly the nest, they are ready to go. And that's what you want. And so free burden here we come. Yeah. And let the birds go out there. I don't understand why we have this habit of putting such negative spins on things. We've talked about menopause and we're going to be talking about that in the, in the, actually in the following episode coming out next week. Um, when we sit down with a reproductive psychiatrist, um, for women's health and mental health. And we just talk about how we really put such a shitty spin on things. And there is research, research that shows that if you have more optimism and a healthier relationship with aging, you age better. better. Cheers. So maybe something like free birding instead of, which it sounds like you're like getting naked or something. I naked, love it. Just running down the street. Straight, it, let's man. go streaking. The kids are gone. One of the best scenes of any movie. Will Ferrell streaking oh. in old school. Oh my God. Running past. Did he run past his ex? His wife. No, yeah, his wife. Hey, his wife. Wave to him. I mean, I feel like this is something that would happen on LaGrange. Do you know it. that there's a clause in his contract that he, he has written in that he wants to show his bare ass in every single movie that he's in? It's required. I'm fine with it. I, I think him. normalizing Will Ferrell's naked, naked body. Ass. I'm here. I mean, even on SNL, he always had his shirt off. Like always. even when he played the cowbell, he was basically wearing a crop top while his belly was jiggling. Don't forget when he was eating ham in the hot tub, he was basically naked there <laughs> I mean, too. Was, when is it a lamb chop? It was a lamb <laughs> fucking chop. It was with different Drew pieces Barry. of bone and meat. With with Drew Drew Barry more? Wait, I need to talk to you about her. What? Hang on a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just need to say something. So I've been getting, catching her show a little bit. Do you ever catch it? And TikTok, I catch it. Do you, do you notice the way in which she encroaches on the personal space of her guests yes. by leaning knees up yes. on a couch? What are your and thoughts hold handing And hold you, hand, and, and hand holding. You, you would leave that interview <sighs> if that were you as the guest. Because here's my thing. I am all about touch. I love an embrace. I like a hand hold. Like I will. Well, maybe you'd like that. I, but there has to be an end. There has to be, let's make the connection. Let's, let's touch. I'm, I'm here for it. I, I love it. And then let's release. Drew. She's moving furniture around. <laughs> she's right, rearranging furniture to get on. She's straddling her guests. I am. You know what? She is so weird. I love her. She's always been kooky. And that is the Drew Barrymore that I love ever since she flashed David Letterman on The Tonight Show. Unbelievable. <laughs> when she was a wildflower child. And this is her season of life where she's wearing really large blazers. They're too big. <laughs> I told it to you in a side text. They're too big. They're so big. I don't know why she wears ginormous blazers, but you know uh, what? It's Drew. She's like Hollywood royalty. That's fine. I'm. She's definitely setting herself apart from all the other talk shows where they're all sitting prim and proper in their own personal. No, not wearing, Drew. Wearing tailored clothing and their hair staying in one spot. By the time Drew is done with her show, her hair has had fifty hairstyles. But that's, she's a. I, she, you know what? I love it because she has talked about how she's like, I don't have the energy or the bandwidth or the care to be like this glamour, glamorous person. And she just, I can she has a very there. beautiful soul. And that's what I think I love most about her is that she, and I do think even though she's in your face and on your lap, I think that that is her way, her unique way of connecting with people. Kookaluk, kookaluk. You're, you're making me realize that I need to work on just being more okay with being touched and um, just different things. You and maybe what? that's just, what's triggering me about it. That's okay. And I understand, you know, she had been through a lot and I'm. we're looking at a woman who was born into stardom and then catapulted it into her herself into stardom by being an actress as a young girl. I mean, E.T. put her on the map and she was then going to Hollywood parties and smoking pot and drinking yeah. with her mom at like the age of 
10, yeah, 11. Mm-hmm. And now look where she is. So I just see a woman who's been through a lot, saw some wild times and wedged her way through. And now she's just here to support other people. And as kooky as she is, I get what you're saying. And yeah, just mm-hmm. wanted to bring it to light. Just wanted to bring it to light. <laughs> Thank you love for it. Me get it off my oh my chest. God. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So as we wrap things up, what are we doing for cozy, mindful? Well, no. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle told me on a text. She's like, sometimes you, you say the words in the opposite way. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with cozy, mindful, well-being. And just think exactly. Just think about it in alphabetical order and you'll never screw it up again. CMW. Yeah. Good there job. Go, now sweetie. I'm there. What are you doing? I'm doing a lot of things. I actually was having a hard time figuring out what I was going to share. Your favorite one. I'm going to share my, um, my little, my supplement regimen. I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time showing it to you. That's okay. But I have been really committed as I've talked about, I've been taking ashwagandha since the beginning of the school year along with some other folks. It's, it's good. I mean, I don't, I'm not noticing like anything really other than, um, maybe my temperature in reactive moments when the fight or flight. Do you notice? 100%. I just feel like you are a bit more even keeled. Not that you were like erratic and spastic at all, but there is something lighter and more, and you're easygoing always, but even more so. Sometimes I get triggered and like sometimes I go, but I feel like, so I'm definitely committing to it for sure. Um, And then the other thing is, is Lauren, I have to say I'm, I'm back on the Relevate. I've, oh, right. Neuro. Yes. Yeah. I'm, neuro reserve. I've been taking my brain health. So I listen, guys, I had a little bit of a backlog. I had uh, several containers because I fell off my regimen like a big loser because that's the, that's the, that's what I do sometimes. That's okay. And I was like, why am, I, why am I not supporting my brain with these nutrients that are literally right here in my cabinet when my mom died of dementia and like just like all of the reasons pointing to that with yourself good yeah and you know what i i'm this is might be the longest i've ever taken a supplement in my life and i don't know I just feel, feel good about it. Listen, I, I think, feel good even if there's nothing going on. I'm waking up going, I'm putting something good into my no, body. It's great. And Relevate is, we used to work with them and they are a brain health nutritional supplement. And their their main objective is to fuel their supplements with the proper ingredients that come by way of foods. So mm-hmm. we're talking like, and I don't know the exact names for these um, these uh, certain nutrients, but I know the foods. So we're talking like dark green leafy greens like kale blueberries we're talking stuff that's in green tea that's in hot chocolate so all of those vital nutrients did i say hot chocolate i meant dark chocolate thank you i guess i want some hot chocolate but all that stuff that's in there they pack it in a tiny supplement and i'm here for it um I, listen, anything to do to help your brain health. But listen, this is what we do not get taught as we are younger to take care of our motherfucking brains. We're, ta- we're taught to take care of the exterior. Yeah, which and is it's, so it's really up. such a misservice and misfortune that we get older and then they're like, take care of your brain. You're like, fuck, I wish I was doing too that my late. whole life. Yeah. It's never too late. You just keep working. Good job. Proud Thanks. of you. Thank you. Um, my cozy, mindful well-being is Luna and I are having the best time in the park and we are slowing down. We are laying in the leaves. We are watching leaves fall. I'm throwing leaves on her. And Luna is reminding me, this little fucking 16 month old is teaching me to really embrace even more than I do already, but to embrace nature Mm -hmm. and the wonder and look at the little details. And it has just made this was like one of my favorite weeks with her because Aww. we've officially seen all the leaves fall. We went to the park every day and the trees were getting more bare and more bare. Now they're like literally naked. And it was really magical to see this big shift in the season. And I have Luna to thank for that. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, and you, it's so true, Lauren. Like you are, have so many more moments like this age. Everything is so amazing through oh, the eyes of a 15 Amazing. I've heard about it. And now that I'm experiencing it, There's I mean, nothing she better. stops and talks to everyone and people who wouldn't stop and talk to me because I'm just a person that says hello to everyone. They stop and say hello to her. And I don't mean like specific well, people. I'm God just saying in general, that. I don't just pause yeah. and stop and talk to strangers, but people will stop to acknowledge her and then we'll have a connection. So she's just bringing a lot of 
beautiful Joy. things more mm-hmm. so into my That's life. That's amazing. Yeah, good stuff all around. All right, you guys, uh, we are hoping that you had a, a lovely Thanksgiving. And if you struggled this season, take some time for yourself. It is hard to um, experience the the holidays when you are grieving or going through a rough times. So be sure to yeah. take care of yourselves. Thank you for tuning in, you guys. And as always, stay cozy, friends. Here at The Sister Project, mental health is our number one priority. Which is why we are particularly excited about this episode's sponsor, Meridian Psychiatric Partners, LLC. Meridian Psychiatric Partners is a Chicago-based private practice comprised of psychiatrists and therapists who specialize in women's health. Ladies, listen up. Meridian treats and supports women experiencing mental health symptoms that may be affected by all of the reproductive phases women might experience. Their services include medication management and psychotherapy for preconception, pregnancy, postpartum and breastfeeding, infertility, pregnancy loss, premenstrual symptoms, and perimenopause. Wow, we go through a lot. You know, I remember after I had Luna, I needed help. I was three months postpartum, extremely anxious, and battling intrusive thoughts on a daily basis. I am beyond grateful that practices like Meridian exist so new moms like myself can get the help we need. And I'm equally thrilled to know that while I enter into perimenopause, Meridian Psychiatric Partners is there for support. Meridian is dedicated to empowering women to have treatment options while experiencing mental health challenges that can arise during different reproductive phases. They have 20 providers with expertise in reproductive mental health, which means you can be seen fairly quickly, which is amazing. If you would like to know more about Meridian, find them online at meridianpsychiatricpartners.com. And to make an appointment, call their intake line at 312-640-7743. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at, at the Sister Proj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.